Yo, 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 and welcome back. My name is Jason, and I'm your hostess of Between the Photos, a podcast that focuses on all the work that I do in between the photo highlights on my Instagram page, which shows a really beautiful, brilliant, lovely life, which is totally true. But then there's also a reality of the deep inner work that happens between all those photo highlights. And that's what I talk about here on the podcast Between the Photos. Get it? So today's topic is all about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So many of us, so many of us right now are waking up. We are coming into this place of awakening. We are having massive shifts in our life. And as a result, people are feeling confusion, chaos, super uncomfortable. As the old self merges with the new self, as you evolve and you grow and you expand and the truths that are coming to light and the the uncoverings are being brought to light, there's a lot of reaction that happens within each one of us as we begin to see things crumble. As the old paradigms begin to crumble, as the old structures and darkness begins to crumble, and we, we hear about it, we definitely are going to have a response to it in some capacity. It could be positive, negative, whatever. There's going to be a response. And in that response, we're learning something. We're learning something about us that we may not have known before. And it took the forcing function of an event to bring it to light within us. So as things are unfolding, and as the virus continues to run its course. And as we are in the U.S. stepping into the next election, as we are witnessing what's happening at a global scale, as we are witnessing what's happening with the pedophilia rings, as we are witnessing all of these things, we are going to have a response. And it's not likely going to be comfortable because when we move through growth, The stages of transition are never comfortable because it's releasing what used to be known. It's releasing what used to be comfortable. It's releasing what used to be dialed in and then moving into something that's new, not dialed in, not something we know like the back of our hand, not even vaguely familiar. It's completely new. And in that newness, It's very uncomfortable. It's like when, uh, if you think back to when you started your first day of school and you moved from middle school to high school, primary to secondary, or, you know, high school to university. When you were starting at your new school on the first day, there was a significant amount of healthy anxiety because everything was new. Well, we're in a similar place. As we grow and expand, as we become more aware of what we really feel, what we really think, as we strip away a lot of the illusions, and the illusions are stripped from us, we come into this place of newness. And in that, we become very uncomfortable. And I really was sitting with this today because I was thinking back to two years ago when I moved from the U.S. to Bali. And I made the decision to pack up all my stuff 
and just take off and go internationally, travel, live abroad for a while by myself. No small feat. And oh my God, it didn't seem like a big deal in the moment when I made the decision. But looking back on it, going to five different countries alone by myself as a woman, traveling internationally to five countries. What? I had to sit with that myself. In the moment, I was just doing it. In the moment, I just made the response. When I had to move from my first country to my second country, I had deep discomfort because I had an association with the country where I was headed that was negative as it related to sex rings, sex trafficking, kidnapping, and abuse of women. So I got really triggered. I got really triggered because when I was a young uh, woman, I lived in San Diego and I was headed to a yoga class in the morning and I was really close to the border down south San Diego, real close to the border. And this, I was right on the main highway and this van pulled up behind me and a woman tried to lure me close to the truck. And the, the sides of this windowless van, it's just as creepy as they tell you. The sides of this windowless van whip open and two huge men lunge out at me. And I just knew instinctually, I knew when that woman called, I hadn't even looked at her yet. I just knew in my instinctual response to run. I turned to my left. I just turned to my left. I took a glance. I saw the doors unhinge and I just bolted. And that terror of having someone try to abduct me and then followed by a month and a half later in the park, you know, only blocks away, Balboa Park, beautiful park, great park. I sound like Trump. Beautiful park. Great park. Everything's great. Anyway, um, it was a beautiful park. And I was in the park. And this bum came by. And he asked if he could sit with me. And I was like, no. Like, stay away. Like, no. Not that I am judging on a bum. So don't get your panties all in a bunch. I knew instinctually something was wrong. And sure as shit, it was something wrong. He then threatened to rape me. He then, like, was really getting aggressive. And at this, where I was in the park, I was just far enough away to be too far away. I was close to the traffic, but I wasn't close enough to be heard, seen, or witnessed. And I knew it. And I was really, I was in a disadvantaged position. And I was scared out of my skull. So between the attempted abduction and the attempted rape within a matter of months, when I went to go from country A to country B, and I knew that this country had been known for trafficking women, this deep core wound within me was triggered at a level that caused me to go into one of the deepest panics I've ever been in. I'm making dinner, so just hold on. i got to check on my artichoke. Okay, it's looking good. It's good. All right. Anyway, when I had this moment where I knew that I had to go from country A to country B, I had a full-on panic attack, and I could not figure out why I was so afraid when I had just accomplished going to one country 
although I had not planned on going to another country, so there was a whole mental mindset about getting comfortable with <laughs> realizing I had to go outside of the country on a visa run. Didn't realize that because I didn't do my research. My fault. My bad. So it kind of was sprung on me. So I get that piece. But it was because it was pulling up a core energetic memory within my physical body that was so deeply scarred from those two events that the second I even thought that that may happen to me, I went into panic mode. Now, I'm not saying that these occurrences that are happening in the world right now are going to trip you up like they tripped me up, but they are going to trip you up. Chances are good because I'm witnessing it. Everyone's witnessing it. We are witnessing people getting tripped up. And in a good way, super super uncomfortable, but likely in a good way because there's something that needs to come up either to be healed, number one, to be witnessed or to be known and to be looked at. Simple as that. But it's these forcing function events that cause us to go into these places to actually look at what's going on. Had I not had this travel opportunity and have myself be in the the position of having to go somewhere, I wouldn't have necessarily triggered that emotion. So I was energetically carrying that within my body, the deep-seated fear of having a repeat event like that. I was carrying that within my physical body and I wasn't it wasn't, a, there was no way of releasing it. I needed the event in order to bring it up to light, to bring me into the awareness of it so that I could then say, oh my gosh, what is this? Can I, let's, let's clear it. And I actually worked with a healer and went through this whole process of clearing it. And by the time the session was done, it was gone. It was gone. I got on the plane, went to the country, all was well. I was actually overjoyed the entire time and wished I could stay longer. That's how clear it was. But thank God, because it was living in my system as an energetic fear code within my my physical body, which could have later manifested into some sort of whack disease. I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to find it. So the reason I share this is because I'm witnessing a lot of people in deep discomfort right now. And I'm not asking you all to Go hug everybody and get all spiritual, (laughs) whatever that looks like for you. I'm not asking you to join some you-rah-rah thing. not saying any of that. But what I am saying is take a really deep look at what makes you uncomfortable and get comfortable with it because it's a gift. It is a gift to be uncomfortable, and I know it's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard. But there is something so magnificent under the surface of that discomfort. And whether it's a growth spurt, where you're moving from one, one you know, old set of self to new set of self, or whether you are getting clear on what no longer aligns to you, And getting really clear on maybe where you're going to show up more fully for yourself than you had before. Maybe before you could skirt it under the rug, ignore it, or not really have to deal with it or face it. The podcast that I published yesterday talked about me having to face a really uncomfortable conversation with my dad. 
and having to actually confront him about things that I could no longer tolerate. I could no, not that I ever tolerated them. I was just too afraid to speak up because I've been told too many times to not talk. So I just stopped talking. But at some point, you can't stay in that cycle. And I had to break that cycle. And it happened to be the event of having this really uncomfortable conversation about confronting my dad about some really big things and just full on holding my, holding my own, which was really hard. But I did it because I had to do it because it was the right thing to do. So as we're stepping into these new growth spurts and these new ways of being and our, our newness of our new skin, I just want to say be so compassionate with yourself and remember that it's super temporary. It feels not temporary and it feels thick and it feels heavy and it feels all the density. You can feel it just, it's like waking up in the night with a, a car parked on your chest. It's heavy, but I promise you it's temporary. And the sooner you look at it, the sooner it goes away. The sooner you get comfortable with the discomfort, the sooner it eases. And I think the best thing you can do is just ask the question, why? When you can ask yourself the question, why? And keep asking the why until you get to the very, very core of it, you will have yourself a solution. And in that insight of the deep answer of the why, that insight will unlock your next move. The insight will tell you exactly what you need to do and how you need to think about things moving forward. I honor you. I cherish all the work that every single one of you have been doing because this path is not easy sometimes. We live a very good life. We live a very good life. But... The path we chose is not always easy. And it's when we get into these deep levels of discomfort that we are actually handed opportunities and gifts to level up. So the next time you're sitting in a patch of discomfort, instead of pointing blame or pointing fingers or pushing it on somebody else or giving an excuse to it or ignoring it, and acting like it's not present, which is dishonoring yourself, take a minute and just say, what is this about? Why is this here? Answer one, why is that answer here? Ask again, answer two, why is answer two here? Answer three, why is answer three here? Get to the core. And then when you get to the core, allow the insight to tell you a story because you will see it. It will speak to you if you allow it. And in that story, you will then understand what needs to be done. All right. I love you guys. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Between the Photos. A quick, insightful look at the real work that happens between the photos on my Instagram feed. It is truly my digital diary and my expression of the things that I am moving through, thinking about, contemplating, considering, learning from, experiencing. 
And these subjects, these matters of the heart, are things that may impact other people in this world. So I created this podcast as a way of talk therapy to work them out with myself out loud. And in essence, helping others work it out within themselves. Thank you for listening. If you're called to share this with someone, please do. Because you never know how these words, these transmissions will impact another human. Have a great day and I love you. Thanks for listening.